Hi, I'm Brina. And I'm Dee Dee. And, and we're, we're Mighty Moms. To Owen and Tad, who are both on the autism spectrum. We're going to share real, honest content and experiences. About what it's like to be a mom of a kiddo on the autism spectrum. Between the two of us, there, there is, is nothing, nothing we haven't experienced. We don't hold back and neither should you. Here, Here we, we go. Welcome to episode one of Mighty Moms Podcast. I'm Brina Dutton. And I'm Dee Dee Gallegos. And we are here to talk about all things autism. We are two moms who have boys on the autism spectrum, and we met a couple years ago through a nonprofit organization that we both volunteer with. And we just really want to share in this journey like that we're personally going through and we want you guys to share with us what you're going through. Uh, we don't have all the answers, but we want to be able to have resources. So if we're going through something, we can rely on you and vice versa. So we wanted to create a community that is just all inclusive for, like Didi said, caregivers of children on the autism spectrum. So I have a son, Owen, he's eight. Um, he has nonverbal autism. He was diagnosed at three. Gosh, we've been through so many things good and bad um and Dee, Dee has a son tad mm -hmm. who's 15 he, he's 16 he just 16, turned 16 that's right the 29th of august so yeah so he's so we have a lot of experiences yes to share and, and, and she goes through so many things that um that like i'll mention it and she'll say I remember when tad did something mm -hmm. similar so that's nice and that's that is that just goes more to show like why we want to have that community because if I'm experiencing something new someone else has surely been through it already mm -hmm. yeah and we also remember to we want to hear all your feedback and share things and topics you know that you'd want want us to talk about um yeah, just comment on our podcast yep. our, all our social media platforms email and us we'll talk about yep. it um and we'll put all the links um in the comments of this video Okay, so Tad is, a, is our 16-year-old son, and he was uh, actually not ever really diagnosed on the autism spectrum um, because back in the day, it really was, I, we really didn't want to get that diagnosis because if it was on any of his information, then our insurance denied it because insurance did not want to cover anything on the autism spectrum. And so we... And so this was it's like, like 10 plus years yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, this was... Uh, this was when he was two. It was so it was 15 years, 14 years ago. Um, but Tad uh, was, he's nonverbal, completely nonverbal. He does communicate through a, a communication device to let us know things if he's hurting or, um, but we have actually been through almost every type of therapy as far on the autism spectrum because we knew that he, had autistic tendencies and um, among other things, he has epilepsy as well. Um, and we actually, we just found out he did, he has a gene deletion which causes um, his epilepsy and also his autism, autistic tendencies. So um, we're learning more about that as we go. And I hope to share more about that on some gene genetic testing one day. Yeah. Cause that's very, I don't know. It's, it's so neat. To well, we're actually about to go through that based on your recommendation. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Owen has an appointment in a few months to go through uh, to a new physician mm-hmm. that you had recommended to us. And we finally got into him and it was like a four month wait. So um, here in a few months, he is going to go for all the genetic testing. Good. So we're excited that, about that. That's very helpful in the journey. I, I found it helpful. Yeah. Um, but he, Tad, we've done ABA therapy, physical speech, OT, because he had some issues with actually walking when he was little. Um, but uh, as far as, I don't want to talk about all the things he can't do because he's amazing. He does a lot wow, of great that's things. Right, that's but, right. Um, he is our hero, and he mm-hmm. uh, is a fighter. He's the strongest person that I know. Yeah. Um, and he's just very special, and I hope you get to know him more as mm-hmm. we go through this podcast and we share experiences and about. I want to interject on that really quick mm-hmm. because I think that's, you know, when you and I started talking about doing a podcast, that was one of the big things that we wanted to do was – we, we want to connect with other parents, other moms, other caretakers, because we want to build a community of parents who are um, proud of their children, yeah. who lift them up. And, and I think that's innate in all of us. We, we want to do that. But, Absolutely. But we are constantly reminded that our child does not meet the standards of society. Mm-hmm. And so, one, we need to bind together to remove those standards, yes. change those standards. Um, you know, children develop at their own pace. Mm-hmm. And our children are different and unique, but that doesn't mean that they're less. Right. And so, you know... It's not, it's not always easy for us to have that stance, to mm-hmm. take that stance. And we know it's not easy for, you know, our viewers and our listeners to have that stance. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we bond together, there's always um, more strength in numbers. Absolutely. And so, and so that's one of the reasons why we wanted to start this podcast. And I love that you said that about Tad being amazing and one of the most strong, strongest people you've ever met, because that is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, our son, Owen, who's, who's eight now was three when he was diagnosed and he uh, started ABA therapy almost immediately. I think I went through a couple months of shock um, Mm -hmm. and and we didn't do anything. Um, And then he started ABA therapy. And I think what a lot of people, you know, we, we know what it is because Mm -hmm. we're, we're autism parents, but a lot of people who don't know what that is, um, ABA stands for applied behavioral analysis. And it's in the form of a therapy, which, you know, Mm -hmm. like you, you guys did that with Tad and, it isn't something that an autistic child can go do for like an hour a week and right. it help, right? It, it's it's got to be 24 hours a day. So you really have to live that therapy lifestyle. And commit to it. And commit to it. And so for us, because um, we actually were able to find a place to drive within an hour to get mm-hmm. therapy for Owen, it was a full-time job for him. Oh, so yeah. he went to therapy Monday through Friday, eight hours a day, just like anybody would a regular job. Mm-hmm. And so... Talk about resilience Absolutely. because it's not daycare. No, it's not daycare. It's not glorified daycare. No. It is work. Because Hard work. They literally go all day being redirected um, and and basically taught the correct way to do things so that they can function in society mm-hmm. and and I don't want to say be accepted because I do feel like with the awareness that's out there now and the and the the number of children who are diagnosed with autism that number increases every year sure um i don't feel like that i feel like there's more acceptance now than ever 
but I also feel like, you know, ABA therapy is so important because it teaches our children how to uh, keep themselves safe, Mm -hmm. you know, how to interact with other kids, how to, um, you know, I know when Owen first started ABA therapy, one of the first things that we started working on with him was he loved to elope, right? Like he loved to go run off by himself. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were on top of him all the time and we really still are, but he went from taking off, (laughs) you know, like, but to now within three months of ABA therapy, he was like, he always knew that he had to grab the hand of an adult mm-hmm. and if he wanted to go somewhere. Yes. So without ABA therapy, he would never have learned to uh, not put himself in, mm-hmm. in harm's way, you know, go right. into dangerous Just situations or settings. Yeah. So anyway. And I know a, a lot, uh, there's a lot of negativity about it, or there used to be. About um, ABA therapy, yeah. And the main thing is you need to trust your mom gut. Yep. You go yep. take them to the therapist, visit and you know the yeah. right place for your child. Yeah, we're not here to shove ABA therapy down your throat. No, and but I know, do. I'm, I and just, we know some moms who, yeah, who who don't go to ABA therapy, and they work really well with their children mm-hmm. at home, and um, they've got a setup that works for them, mm-hmm. and that's great. Yeah, it's, find what works for you. Find what works for you. That ABA specifically worked for us. Yeah, for sure, us too. Changed our lives. And we did some, we, we still do ABA therapy for Owen, and... Uh, PT, mm-hmm. OT, speech, mm-hmm. all the things. Yeah. Uh, so, and even though they're nonverbal, you know, like you always, they always say, keep, keep teaching them, keep mm-hmm. talking, keep going, because yeah. they do hear. And I've noticed such a difference in Owen just this last year. Like I think from like age seven to eight, that he is just like absorbing more. He's mm-hmm. focusing more. Oh yeah. And like I, it just seems like so many times the words are like right there on the Mm -hmm. tip of his tongue like he's just about to say something so and I keep expecting it you know yeah don't ever give up either I mean you never you never know um I guess for the let's I wanted to kind of touch on we talked about ABA now let's talk about I know it's difficult but like school and IEPs I mean we'll elaborate more in other other episodes mm-hmm. but uh, you were talking about oh well let's we, we're saying everything that's bad well the thing that was is the hardest for me Tad is homeschooled now he's been homeschooled for the last two years it's been amazing a great decision for our family but the the hardest thing for me in Tad's life yeah he's had he's been hospitalized and gone through a lot but the really hardest thing for me as a mom is IEPs they it's a struggle and it's because I go to these and the the teachers in that are amazing Mm -hmm. um you know it's not their fault but they're there to tell us what all your child cannot do so I kind of just want parents to know it is hard I know it's hard going to those visits but also you it is rewarding to see the things that they they have accomplished yes um through that that time period and I think too it's really great if you can have if you don't know so state guidelines for every state your your child is is um 
guaranteed certain things, mm-hmm. right? And so you need to make yourself aware of what those things are before you right. go into those meetings or take an advocate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you need help finding an advocate in your area, let us know. Um, yeah, we have a lot of... Um, we do have a lot of resources mm-hmm. and we may not know, but we can help you find out um, locally. And then Texoma area, we definitely know of a few uh, individuals who are BCBAs, um, board certified behavioral uh and board certified, certified behavioral, behavioral analysts. analysts yeah <laughs> sorry there's so i was gonna have analysis to but it's yeah. analysts <laughs> so there's there's a girl in um a lady in sherman that i know of who is owens bcba and she's also an autism mom and she's phenomenal mm-hmm. oh my gosh she it's like she just has it all memorized so i can ask her a question and she says yes i know where so on your IEP, whenever you have your your meetings at school, if you don't know what what your kids' rights are, definitely find somebody who can go with you and mm-hmm. help advocate for your child, um, because that's what an individualized education plan is. It is specifically for your child so that they can learn whatever those grade requirements are. Mm-hmm. So, what do we have to do for them to be able to learn that? That's what mm-hmm. that plan is for. And so uh, make sure that, you know, you always know. Yeah. I know we, we've had a great experience with it. Owen is in the public school system. Um, he does that and therapy. And so we've had a wonderful experience with the school that he goes to. And, um, I mean, there, we've had literally no complaints. And I know that's not always the case. Um, so, yeah, definitely let us know mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Oh, we also, oh, I wanted to talk about um, church because I know that um, a lot of our listeners don't go to church yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's hard. almost impossible. Um, so, you know, our kids don't really understand. It's funny because like I'm like, Owen's nonverbal, but that does not mean that he does not make noises. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's got his certain Maybe the sounds. noise, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got a certain little sounds that yeah. he makes, and it's like... And it's too hard for them to uh, sit in a service and be quiet. It, and honestly, what for, I would say, eight years, uh, we haven't gone to church. Because once Tad kind of grew out of all the, the nursery and all the things that could accommodate him, we'd go to the cry room. Yeah. But all that, once he got to an age where... It where he was... Well, and it's like... And almost, I mean, I don't know any church that just is not willing to be accommodated. No, but the but, services just aren't there. Right. And then, you know, when they start to get a certain age, sure, I'm sure they would still welcome them into the nursery. Mm-hmm. But then they almost become more harmful to the mm-hmm. other children. And so then it's like, well, what do you do? Because you can't sit in the service with them. So do you right. just kind of like sit in the foyer and listen to the mm-hmm. sermon? But it's just, it's hard. And so I know a lot of churches are making accommodations for that. And a lot of parents will like, I know sometimes you guys alternate and go into service don't well, you, so that you can actually, still Actually, I have uh, helped uh, the First Baptist here in Durant. We have the Lot of Mind Ministry, which is a special needs ministry. And that's actually what we do. We yeah. have uh, volunteers that come in and we have all ages of children that and, and adults, we call them students because it's of any age, and they can they can come in. The parents can go to church. Right now, it's only in the late service, but um, it has been very very successful. And I hope more people. I mean, we have people coming from other churches, yeah, 
to our church uh-huh. just be, so they can go to church. So do you have a lot of kids who come to that? Well, right now we have six total. Oh, wow. And it's only been, it's only it's been only going been for a August few months, right? August 13th is when yeah. we started. Wow. And those aren't, you know, one of, I believe one of the, one of the uh, students were already members of the church. Wow. These others have come. Nice. And it's, it's so neat because they, they, they'll come every once in a while because they'll go back to their church, but then right. they'll come. But um, that's the whole goal is to yeah. allow the you know we need to we need that we need to be spirit filled. Yes, <laughs> we do. I'm not we saying we I'm not recharge. saying we need it more than anybody, but really sometimes more than sometimes anybody. Sometimes more than anybody, and I know like you know, and I think a lot of times we we draw back from those situations like church or going to the grocery store oh, yeah. or whatever. You just don't want to. And I think I think a add lot any of times more stress. we don't want to add more stress. We don't want to put our kids in a stressful environment and we don't want to like start, the, you know, because when they have a meltdown, sometimes that lasts for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. right? But I think a lot of times I know I'm speaking for myself here. Like if, if Owen is loud in church, I think a lot of times it's like more in my head than, than anybody, anybody else's. else's. Yes. And I've even, I've even been in a service where, you know, the pastor says, let that baby cry. Yes. You know, I mean, yes. if we don't have babies in church, then what are we here for? You know, so it's, it's, it's really more us, but I think that is just, it creates a stressful situation. Yeah, because for we, us don't because wanna, we don't want to, we don't want to interfere with anyone's worship. Yeah. Or, but so we've gotten to a point where now Owen will sit through the first half of the service because it's the music. Singing, yes. And so he just loves it. And every now and then he'll, uh-huh. you know, uh, he just gets excited, and that's one of his mm-hmm. ticks is yes. just waving his little hands, and so it's kind that's of cute because it looks like he's worshiping. Yeah, you know? that's funny. maybe he is. <laughs> and that's in our in our lot of mind ministry, we uh-huh. do transition. So those that we we try them out in the service at the beginning, because mm-hmm. a lot of autistic children love music. Yeah. So Owen loves music, and and like, one of our students stayed the whole time with a buddy. We call them buddies, you uh-huh. know. Yeah. And um and the same with children's church. We'll we transition them in there, and then when we know it's getting too much, we bring them back to the sensory room. Yeah. So it's it's been just a that. blessing to have well, that music, ministry. We can almost we we can almost start music in any situation with. Oh Owen. yeah. And he's like it calm, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, when I drove him an hour one way to therapy from age three to like six, um, we would listen to to hits one on yeah. Sirius XM radio, mm-hmm. and. Um, so like all the you know top hits would come on and of course Taylor Swift was a big one but anything by Taylor Swift Post Malone or the Jonas oh, yeah. Brothers <laughs> and he was just in the back seat I have so many videos of him just jamming out yeah. and oh, he, yeah. he loves some Taylor Swift so we have an Alexa like in our in our bathroom and when he takes a bubble bath he 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 says uh, uh, mm. you know he like to the Alexa because he wants me to say Alexa play yes. Taylor Swift. So yeah, that's oh his, yeah, like, music is definitely he is he loves his Taylor Swift. To it Tad is pretty for funny. sure. And I know you said Tad likes country music. Oh yeah, because I was telling her, hey, I'm gonna go to an Old Dominion concert. Yeah, I was like that's Tad, would one of my love favorite that. bands, and she's like, oh my gosh, even Tad would get along yeah. so well. So Tad really mm. likes his. He loves Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. He loves all of his country music, mm. and she sent me a few videos of <laughs> Tad listening to. Uh, I think it that. was Morgan Wallen. Yeah, he gets <laughs> real excited. And I just <laughs> probably him, like, was. That's my buddy right yep. there. <laughs> I love yes. it. It's so cute. He so does my, like Christian rap too. He likes Christian yeah because there's rap. there's one song that says word word and my husband was like 
what is this word thing? And I'm like, he's learning scripture. Let him, let him continue. And he loves it. That's cute. So. You know, but like anytime you go anywhere, church, grocery store, mm-hmm. like I was saying, it's just like, I think people don't realize when I say people, I mean, people who have neurotypical children or mm-hmm. no children at all. I think they just, you know, they don't realize how just like daily tasks you take it for granted mm-hmm. because you know oh, yeah. I don't I don't take Owen to go grocery shopping Mm-mm. with me um, if I do it's like in out and I've got to I have got to be like doing a 360 what is there anything within mm-hmm. his site like that he can that he's going to be over oversensitized mm-hmm. to like if he's going to be oh um, yeah you know wanting to grab it or and it's not like he's you know oh, I want that, and if I can't have it, I'm no. going to throw a fit. It's not that. It's it's just there are so... I'm going to walk, and I'm going to knock down all the cereal just be- because I want to fill the of, cereal. Because of how it feels. Yeah, I want to fill the boxes. Or, oh, here's one. Um, that's my favorite snack, and mm-hmm. I want to eat it right yes. now. So we're going to yep. open it right uh-huh. now. And we might op- want to open, like, five boxes. We don't know why, <laughs> but just... It, it, I just want... You, you just know, don't... You I learn don't not to just battle that right now and just let me run in let me run out yep we do that a lot so take turns like maybe the whole family goes but only one adult goes in to grab stuff and you got to make it quick oh yeah (laughs) or have some really good music playing in the car while you're there but on that note I did want to talk about um family gatherings because Thanksgiving is coming up in a few days so um and it I don't even know where to start so I do want to start by saying that I know so many people don't have um, parents or grandparents or relatives that help them. And, and we are, my husband and I are very blessed to have parents on both sides and, and siblings on both sides that are very loving and kind toward Owen and help as much as they can. Yeah, you ours know? too. We're very blessed. Um, and so, but I know a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. But if you do and you're visiting relatives for the holidays even if people are loving and understanding it is still like if they don't live with that child 24 7 or they are not around them mm-hmm. really often mm-hmm. it's so hard for people to understand why your child does some of the things that they do or not only that like for our an example at tad's 16th birthday we had a get together at my mother-in-law's everybody there has been around tad his whole life yeah but he walked by my grand, Mike's grandpa, picked up a piece of back bacon wrapped chicken, put it in his mouth before anybody saw it. Uh-huh. If you're not on him, you know you 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 don't know. Yeah. And we were just kind of just like out of his plate. Yeah, just off his plate. He oh, didn't yeah, even know yeah. it. Oh yeah. Put it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Walked on to the laundry room. Yeah. And Mike's like, oh, I haven't seen Tad for a while. Let me yeah. go check on him. And and for a while means like in a minute you know right. oh, yeah. he's out of sight seconds. I've got to yeah. go see yeah and he was in the laundry room choking he was oh. choking oh my god yes and Mike didn't know what he had so he oh. just started the Heimlich and he yelled for Mike Mike's well friend. I remember you telling me the yeah. choking story I just didn't know yeah. the backstory okay. that's the backstory oh of that and long story short we had to call the ambulance because he couldn't get it up but oh my god before the ambulance got there Mike got it up and it was that whole piece of bacon wrapped chicken oh, tad has he has some sensory so where he watch you have to watch what he because he, he has a pica gotcha. he can he, yes. he'll put anything in yes. his mouth and so like a that's scary it's very scary and so n- ever since that 
Yeah. That I know it could always happen, but ever since that, like, we just had another family gathering, and I'm like, yeah, everybody, and watch your plates, <laughs> watch my child, you know. Yeah. But but Tad almost he almost knew like I need to stay out of the kitchen. Like, I know that that it was scared like, him just no, as much. I, I, so, that, but that's still, like crazy scary, and I don't it. But it reminded me of a story that's not scary. It was funny. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, I get it. I'm just, we're, we're we're we walk into a restaurant. This was like a year ago, so Owen was like six or seven. And we're walking into a restaurant. It had been a long day, and I can't remember what we'd been doing, but my entire family was there on my side, like my, my parents, my brother mm-hmm. and his wife, and and Ronnie and Carter and Owen and I, and and we're walking to be seated, So, which was brave, let's just say. Yeah, walking okay? through a restaurant. Just walking through a restaurant. <laughs> and it was on like a Saturday evening mm-hmm. at 6.30-ish or whatever, you know. And we're walking through, going to our seat, and and Owen's hungry, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we're walking, and he, you know, in, all in one motion as we're walking past this table, reaches over and grabs a French fry off somebody's table. Oh yeah, I believe pops that. Pops it in his mouth, yep. and just and the and the table just uh, they just died laughing, yes. right? And I'm just like, I'm so sorry, <laughs> like I, I yeah, and they're hungry. so I don't, slick about it, right? Oh, he they're was so like, slick about it. And and they just thought it was the cutest thing ever. And yes. I'm like, I'm sorry, he has autism. He he just think what's his is his mm-hmm. and what's yours is That's his. That's right. And so I he, had the same experience. He doesn't know. Yeah, I had the same experience <laughs> on a plane with oh, Tad. No. <laughs> yes, we you know we weren't in first class, but we were right there before it because we got the first seat there and he had to go to the bathroom so I walked him to the bathroom Tad always has a tablet music playing that's just his thing and we walked him to the bathroom walked back he went to the bathroom came back sat down and the gentleman was like came over and he was like uh ma'am ma'am I'm like yes (laughs) what he came from first class uh your son has my phone and here's his. He had traded. He had traded like, with the, with the gentleman. Here, and he's on. trying to break into his phone fast as he could to see what kind of stuff he had on his phone. And I'm like, How old was he? Oh, he was probably like six or seven. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I had to explain, you know, he yeah. has special needs. He He's nonverbal. Yeah. But, but he did. Was he understanding? Was the man understanding? Oh, he was. But at first, I don't think that he was. Yeah. He just thought, like, Bratty you, you stole, kid. My, yeah. stole my phone. And like, I think we, I think that happens to because us a lot. Tad because Tad looks so look, normal. Like, they look. I shouldn't say normal. Normal. But he, no, but that's what people say. Yeah. So the correct term is neurotypical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. Yeah. They look so normal. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, why is he doing, you know. Yeah, why, why can't he, he talk that? or why is he grabbing And I do think, and, though, after yeah. you explain it, and I, I know there's still a ton of awareness to raise out there, but I think most people, for the most part, are pretty understanding. Yeah, that he was know, very once understanding. They, once you explain it to mm-hmm. them, they're pretty understanding. You said he, was, he listens to music. Does he wear headphones? Mm-mm. I can't get Owen to wear headphones. He doesn't want anything on his head. No, I have. uh, My sister-in-law bought him a beanie that is Bluetooth and it plays. Oh, what? So you might try that. A Bluetooth beanie. Yeah, like it's a beanie and it sets on his ears, so it's not in his ears. I'm writing it down. (laughs) Um, But he has worn headphones before. It's just that we we don't put them on him anymore because we're just used to the the sound. Oh, the sound as well. So everything. I remember when my husband and I first got married. And we would go to a restaurant. There would be like a crime baby. Yeah, or whatever. you're like, like oh that was the first of all. That's not going to be our kid. Yeah, never. Okay. <laughs> and um, 
<laughs> and if it were, we would leave, you know. Yes, we and now not. we're like, Owen can just be making the most god awful noise, and we're just like, <laughs> sounding like a chicken in your luck. What? Oh, what? I didn't. What? I mean, we we just tune it out. Yeah, like I know. We don't even notice it anymore. It's crazy. This podcast has been brought to you by Wolf Chiropractic. Tad has been seeing Dr. Wolf for many years now. We believe that chiropractic care has helped with his sensory issues, pain relief, healed his scoliosis, and gives him an overall sense of well-being. Best of all, the staff works with us to ensure we never have to wait. We are in and out very quickly. For all your chiropractic needs, give Wolf Chiropractic a call at 580-931-3343. He'll get you all lined out. Does your child need speech therapy, physical therapy, or occupational therapy? Visit thespottexoma.com to schedule an appointment today. The Spot provides speech, occupational, and physical therapy services to children and adults in the Texoma region. They operate with a patient-centered approach paired with parent and family involvement and training. They are eager to help you and your child build communication skills that will last a lifetime. So call 580-740-0205 or visit thespottexoma.com. Listen, my carpets used to be a struggle to keep clean. Between two boys and two fur babies, I was always cleaning up spills and stains. Then I found Ray at Kim Dry. And basically, I've had them on speed dial ever since. So when you need your carpets, furniture, or even hardwood floors cleaned, call or even text Kim Dry at 903-815-5811. Ray will get you all cleaned up. We all need to take care of our teeth, and it can be extremely difficult for children with unique needs to care for their teeth due to the sensory issues. Dr. Taylor Markham and the team at Westside Family Dentistry can ensure you and your child's teeth are in tip-top shape. Give them a call at 580-924-1234 today to schedule your next appointment. CLC Fencing and Welding builds quality, affordable buildings and miscellaneous structures. From beautiful barn dominiums to shop buildings and rustic cedar, wood, or iron fencing, they can do it all. We personally use them for all our fencing and welding needs. CLC Fencing and Welding serves Grayson, Fannin, Collin, and Bryan County areas. So if you're in the hunt for a great welder, give our friends at CLC Welding a call at 903-436-3888. Founded, owned, and operated by nurses, Angels of Care Pediatric Home Health clients are at the heart of everything they do. Proudly serving the medically fragile community since 2000, Angels of Care offers private duty nursing services, speech, physical, and occupational therapies, and respite care across the nation. We are also happy to announce we have started offering ABA services in Colorado. Please visit angelsofcare.com or call 855-45-ANGEL for more information. Get your halos on. If you've been in an automobile accident or have vehicle damage, SNL Collision Center is the body shop to call for all your auto body repair needs. 
Larry Hallmark and family have been in business for many years. They are honest and do exceptional work. I have had all of my vehicles repaired by them and have always been satisfied with their work. So if you're in the need for auto body repair, call SNL Collision Center at 580-924-5958. So I did want to talk about um, when Owen was first diagnosed, and I know you and I have discussed this a little bit, but I know for us, it just, even though we knew of people who had children on the autism spectrum, one, we just didn't know like what that entailed, but we just felt so alone, confused. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, we felt so worried about his future about our future about his siblings mm -hmm. future like we just didn't we didn't know you know where to turn really of course we had you know his diagnosing physician mm -hmm. and they had written a prescription for ABA therapy and at that point we were like what's that mm -hmm. you know I think in the beginning of the episode I said Owen started ABA therapy almost immediately and yes. I think we just went through this you know First of all, his diagnosis process was about, and I don't know if it was the same for Tad, but we had to go for three appointments, which was a span of about two to three months. Mm -hmm. And um, it was for him to be thoroughly evaluated to make sure he had autism. Um, at that point, he was having major aggression. He was having um, meltdowns that would last hours. Um, and again, this is when he was three. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so... He was just having a rough time. We were having a rough time. I told you before we had had a trip planned to Disney, <laughs> and I hated Disney for that because the, all my memories <laughs> so, are of, of us yeah. just having a hard time at Disney. Mm -hmm. And bless my poor family on, on my side who went with us. And I know they felt sorry for us because we were having to deal with him having his meltdowns and we didn't have that, that official diagnosis just yet. And we were having to stand in all the lines yeah, and it was just, it was horrific. Can't and, imagine. and so we haven't been back to Disney since. No, no offense to Disney, but we have not been back since. And that, and, and you know, now it would be a totally different ball game because mm -hmm. we now know that Disney offers, you know, like, I don't know what they're called, but essentially a fast pass yeah. to anybody who has That's a child on the spectrum. We you don't have to stand yeah, in line. We did take Tad and they do. They, they really accommodated us. Yeah. I've heard that. And I know American Airlines possible. does too, because we've flown with Owen before and there are no lines and customs. Mm -hmm or anything yeah, southwest so, is the same so that's not i think a majority of the airlines they all do are. yeah so everybody's coming more aware yeah. that it, that's what we want oh, thank goodness right to, to and we need that everywhere though i know we, we need almost it need in like a fast pass at grocery stores yeah. come <laughs> on now how, how about that can we can the mayor do that in town i, I don't I know. know i mean it would probably be up to it's like, not you to know. get us through the line faster it's Trust me, it's, it's, just... it's better for everybody. <laughs> hey, but real quick, on that note, and I do want to go back to what I was saying about when Owen was first diagnosed, but if you have a child on the spectrum, especially a child who elopes, do not hesitate to get a a, a handicap parking spot tag that you yeah. can hang on your car. I, I hesitated for the longest. I, like, it's, listen, it's a handicap can, place card. We have place, one, too. Yeah, he, he can, obviously, I'm like, he can walk. Right. Why would I get a handicap? Well, because the further back you park from your destination, the more opportunities that they have mm -hmm. to elope and put themselves in harm's way. Mm -hmm. And so if Owen's having a great day, 
it, we might not use it. Right. But if he's having a rough day, you better bet I'm going to mm-hmm. use it. And I can't tell you how many times I've gotten looks for that, too. But that's what we're here for. We're going to mm-hmm. educate people and let them know. But I do want to say don't hesitate to do that. Right. It has that's- to be done in the county that you live in. Um, well, we, we right. actually got a prescription from our our same our you, pediatrician. And then you fill out the and then paperwork. It's not the county, it's the state. Okay. You file through and like the it state might be of Oklahoma. Like that in Oklahoma. But now Texas, Texas may be through the so county. I think I think it is because I was actually it, it in Frisco the day yeah. that I that I did it and I went to the courthouse in Frisco and they were like, But you don't live here. You have to do it in the county. So that's yeah. good to know. In Oklahoma, Oklahoma it's you can anywhere. do it online and then to renew it. I just did it actually okay, last I'm, week. I have to renew mine. To right renew now, it. It's so easy. Right Go now. online, okay. renew. And what they do is actually contact I need myself a note to renew. They contact the pediatrician, Oklahoma anyway. They contacted his pediatrician directly, and okay. then he confirmed and then placed and, card and they, done. They are needed, and they do come in handy. Absolutely. Um, and, and don't hesitate to get it because it's for your child, and your child needs mm-hmm. it and deserves it to keep them safe mm-hmm. and to give you peace of mind. So, And it also, I'm going to feed off elopement a little bit. Yeah. I know we'll talk about it more in an episode later, but... Um, it's very important, and I highly, highly, highly recommend every autism parent to get Angel Sense Watch. It's a GPS watch. It will save your life. And it's, and actually, and it's higher tech than just it like is an higher Apple tech and then because, just like a tag. Yes, actually, when Tad was choking, uh, if Mike would have done it, he could have just automatically pressed for EMS, and we wouldn't have said one thing. They'd yeah. have come to straight there. It so ends it, location. And you can you can – you get notifications on your I get notifications on my watch, watch like yeah. Tad arrived if I think he's not with and me and also the, or he's he, got a set I have perimeter. a boundary set around my house so if he if he, he goes gets out of that, that boundary, boundary all the people on our list are alerted right. that Tad's no longer and it gives us alerts how amazing yeah. is that that is so awesome so I anyway that. I highly recommend Angel Sense look into it okay and we'll do it we're going to do a whole episode about that because Dee Dee has an amazing story to tell about um, Tad eloping and just the whole and I know so many um, autism parents have gone through that mm-hmm. and then and then we've all also heard those stories or yes. seen those stories that come across our news feed yes. or we hear them on the news Amber and, alerts and they and normally don't end well they don't end well and 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 I that whole don't even get me started okay because <laughs> that whole thing that whole the way that's operated needs to change and that's coming from the mouth of an autism mom that's right too um so we we've got some opinions about that and then (laughs) Dee has an amazing story about that um but but back to that getting that original diagnosis and I know it was probably even more difficult for you just because it was what you know eight to ten years before yeah resources weren't available zero resources especially if you live in any whatever remotely rural area and even developmental pediatricians they were few and far in between they're still few they still are but can imagine no i can't 15 14 years ago no it was difficult like dallas and and the wait list i know there's still issues with the wait list for that which that needs to change as well but um, we have an amazing uh, developmental pediatrician um, out of Grapevine. His name is Dr. Rios. And we're going to get to visit and, with him. And, and you'll meet him, too. <laughs> he's going to be a guest on our podcast, and we're so excited because yes. he's a wealth of knowledge. Um, and he has some – so when you get your child diagnosed, you know this um, – 
you have to get them. So for Owen, getting ABA therapy for insurance purposes, we had to get him re-diagnosed because mm-hmm. it had been five years. And every insurance is different, but ours was he needed it now. And so in the process of getting him re-diagnosed, we got to visit with Dr. Rios again, and this was just like a month ago. And we were so excited because he made us aware of all of this this developing New scientific research. research yeah yeah and it's so, got me excited oh my too. gosh i immediately text her like crying like mm-hmm. oh my gosh there's all this new information out there and and i talked to dr rios about our podcast and and he was like well i would love to be a guest before i could even invite yes. him he was like i would and i was just like is this really happening yeah. because i'm telling you this man is so intelligent mm-hmm. and he would hate me saying that about him I know if he's Mm -hmm. when he listens to this he's gonna say oh but I'm telling you he knows what he's talking Mm -hmm. about and he is just amazing if if our listeners have any questions for him you can go ahead and submit those questions and yeah he can can talk about them yeah so So listen think about that we, we will have him on our show so if you have any questions that you would like to ask a developmental pediatrician go ahead and email those to us um, or message them to us on any of our social platforms. Mm-hmm. We're going to put those links in the comments so you can um, access it that way. But yeah, let us know so that when he's here, we can ask him your questions. But make sure your name's attached mm-hmm. um, and any information that you want to give us. Because I have, I have a whole. Oh man, I can't wait. We're going to have to narrow it down. <laughs> we may have to have him on like back to back episodes. Two sessions, yeah. Because That's okay. It's going to be awesome. That's so okay. he was our diagnosing physician, and he he did he did give us when owen was three he he did help like if you can have peace in that moment he definitely gave us Mm -hmm. you know helped us have a lot of peace in that moment because he was very just like you know this is what i expect and Mm -hmm. this is what i recommend Mm -hmm. and he said you know reach out to these there's some groups in dallas you want to reach out to Mm -hmm. and um you know just make sure that you're a part of them um so that we had like parental su- support from yeah. other parents and i i did enjoy some of the content and being in those mm-hmm. groups like on facebook or things like yeah, that but it's not personable it's, it's not. not and and so what i found in being a part of the larger groups too was that if anything sometimes i felt like the information was more daunting and i really just wanted and and i think that's why like when you and i talked about the podcast and doing this mighty moms podcast it was like we want to create a different kind of community. Mm-hmm. We we want there to be a community for moms, especially, like I said, shout out to the dads. And there are dads who are doing this alone too, but we, we want to create a community of hope mm-hmm. and encouragement mm-hmm. and positive thinking, positive speaking mm-hmm. where we are speaking life into situations mm-hmm. and speaking life into uh, our children's um, everyday actions, everything yeah. that they do, we're speaking life into their the, their development. Um, my son is nonverbal, and I believe one hundred percent that he will speak. Absolutely, and Never it may be different. Hope. It may be different, and it may be it may be um, not you know not typical. It might not be normal, mm-hmm. um, but. And, and I see it in him. I see his ability to communicate mm-hmm. growing every day. Mm-hmm. And um, the power of life and death is in the tongue. You sure. know? So yeah. I'm not going to say my son's nonverbal and he'll be nonverbal forever. Yeah. Um, does that go against science? 
Yes. yes. Do we care? They no. They aren't our Savior. They're not our God. That's right. So, so you know, we want to create a different kind of community for autism parents, and that community is going to be one where we are proud of our children. Mm-hmm. We are proud of their accomplishments. We're proud of the timeline of their accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Um, if my son speaks when he's 20 instead of two, mm-hmm. I'm proud of that. Right. You know, and I mean proud. I'm not just saying I'm proud. Mm-hmm. I'm proud. Right. You know, and celebrate the little, their little All victories. All their they're, little victories are they're huge. big to us. That's right. And I, we do, we celebrate those, yeah. whatever it may be. And they might have a victory one day and not have it the next, but it's okay. And it might feel like the next day that they completely regressed. Yes, but it's you have okay. to remember those victories. Remember the victories because that's we live on those. And I do encourage this, and I'm, and this is something is was one of those things where like do as I say not as I do because I'm not always the best at doing this but if when they have those victories if you can journal that Mm -hmm. even if you just jot down Owen did this Mm -hmm. today like you know when Owen was three or four we thought he's never ever ever gonna potty train and Mm -hmm. I mean like ever even understand the concept Mm -hmm. of and through ABA therapy and very rigorous it was a really hard time mm-hmm. for all of us um he's potty trained right and that's you know? a huge and and i huge think huge independent is, feeling yes, for them yes is to to yes. get that i mean tad's not fully potty trained but he now he, he, he takes a, us to the bathroom yeah yeah he might have difficulty get, doing getting right. his pants on yes, right. he needs assistance in that but he's he's releasing he's doing yep. those things and yep. that's a huge victory it's just huge. within the last couple of months for him and we found out recently from owen's therapist um we do parent trainings and that's another thing you know when you're when you're a, a we have a child in aba therapy you've got to do those regular mm-hmm. parent training yeah. conferences with their <clears throat> therapist and she said owen loves praise oh absolutely and so who doesn't love praise praise, but he (laughs) thrives on praise and so so, does tad so i told my husband when i got home i said you know i know we always tell Owen good job when he does something Mm -hmm. we'll say good job buddy but it's like now we're like Oh my goodness! You can't be too loud, right? But you could. Oh my goodness, that was amazing. We are loud in our house. We can't. Like I was like, you know, like you can't, you can't get in an argument or anything. Or you're just like, I am so mad. Oh yeah, no, I they they know and they can they can feel those moments as well. They're very sensitive. But but she said Owen thrives on on praise and I was like no she goes no I really like when he does even one little thing and so for example and I know I'm digressing but for example when they wash their hands they do a method called backwards chaining and it's where they teach them each step of washing their hands but they start from the end Mm -hmm. To see how many steps that they can complete from the backside if that makes sense yes so even little things like you know, you would be able to tell a neurotypical eight-year-old, dry your hands, and they know that that means to walk over to the paper, towel, the paper towels, pull them out, mm-hmm. and dry their hands mm-hmm. off, front and back, all everywhere where mm-hmm. they're wet, and throw the paper towel in the trash. So for Owen, it's, okay, walk to the, you know, walk yeah. to the, it's that, that's a step, right? Yeah, walk to the 
paper towel Grab holder. Grab hold of the paper towel. Mm-hmm. That's step two. Pull the paper towel. Step three. Wipe the top of your hands. Step four. Wipe the bottom of your hands. Step five. And then throw it in the trash. You see all the steps they have to so, go through. So you can't just say to our child, yeah. go dry your hands off. Mm-hmm. You, it, it's, right. It's, it's in, in steps. steps. And so. Eventually you yeah, can. Yeah, so now I can. Yeah. Now I can tell Owen, dry your hands. Mm-hmm. And he knows what that means. Mm-hmm. But when he was four, he didn't. Or five, he mm-hmm. didn't. He didn't understand it that right. way. Right. So they go through so much. Mm, they do. And I can't remember what I was talking about before that. <laughs> <laughs> we got on the steps. But, but anyway. I, I, there is one thing. So whenever I wanted, I wanted to kind of touch on, well, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, like, this is us all the yeah. time. So I've even called her next. before. Like, hey. And she's like, hey. I don't hey, know why I called you. <laughs> I can't remember why I called, but what you doing? Yep. <laughs> Good, nice to hear your voice. Yeah. But you were, we were mainly just wanting to create a resource for yep. our parents. Yep. That is their, our main goal for moms, dads, caregivers, whoever, yep. that when they go through that diagnosis, they're not alone. Yep. And they can reach out. We're, we're together. Yep. And that doesn't mean that, like we said, resources. That means we, we may not have all the answers. It may not be something that we personally have gone mm-hmm. through with our child. But we may know someone who has, mm-hmm. or we may have resources. We've created a network, mm-hmm. and we're still creating a network of people who may have gone through and had that experience with their child. So that's why we're here. And we have tons of topics that we want to talk to you guys about, but we also know there's more topics out there. There's things mm-hmm. that you guys have gone through that we haven't. So send your topics in to our email address. Send them to... Um, connect with us on our website send them to us on any of our social media platforms drop it in the comments we're going to read all of it um either us or someone on our team will read all of it and um we welcome your your comments Mm -hmm. and any any um topics that you guys have send them to us because we want to connect with you guys and yeah come back for episode two we have a lot to talk about Okay, Mighty Moms, we're signing off. Connect with us on our Mighty Moms socials, submit your topic ideas, and share it all. Follow us at Mighty Moms Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Also, visit our website at MightyMomsPodcast.com. And remember, together, together we, we are a worldwide cult of Mighty Moms. Nailed it! <laughs> <laughs>